0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm
1: going to finish off with a little rap of uh, Hawthorne Geelong from GMHBA Stadium today. And uh, no better man to uh, bring in than a man who was there for Fox Footy and KO, Michael Barlow. He's an AFL Nation commentator and the coach of the Werribee Football Club in the VFL. Hello, Mick. Hey JD, um,
0: didn't miss a kick there at GMHBA Stadium. Started at four, yeah, and I've uh, just jumped in the vehicle to head home. And, so and I'm 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 very,
1: very appreciative of that because you've just witnessed eight quarters, or sorry, I get in trouble for saying eight quarters, eight periods yeah. of uh, of football. So two games essentially, and and you you sound like the voice isn't going too bad.
0: It's it's going okay. I thought it was playing up yesterday, just from my day job as being a coach <laughs> and yelling and screaming. So. I've made it through, and I'm doing Collingwood-Carlton in the morning, um, which will be good as well, mate. But um, some good good signs down there, in particular for the rating premier, who look really good. Mm. Um, I think they probably look better. with <laughs> He includes Nivoli Henry, um, who plays kind of that hybrid forward role. He's, he can run and jump and, and mark it in the air, but he was also good on the ground. And Jack Bowes was probably the best player on the ground across the first two periods, and racked up possessions at will, and and Tanner Bruin Mm. Uh, had a big involvement around the ball as well, center square bounce, um, and played like a man possessed. So those three were very impressive.
1: That's going to annoy a lot of people, Mick, the fact that you just said Jack Bowes uh, was the best on ground, Ollie Henry kicked four, and Tanner Bruin. So three quality players into a side that won the flag. They also got picked seven in Jai Clark. There as well. It, it, it's well uh, they're, they're going quite nicely down at uh, the Cattery. It looked nice. The stands nearly built. Uh, th- their first quarter. I'm just rewatching a little bit of it now on uh, on Fox Footy. They looked like they hadn't missed a beat since the grand final in that first term.
0: They hadn't, and yeah, they, they they look like they're playing on instinct. They're they're really well connected with each other. Their ability to to create that spare player behind the ball, um, which is so often Tom Stewart tonight. At times it was Osava as well. So he played behind the ball and um, was very impressive. So Osava is another one that's kind of looking for opportunity in that that side that won the premiership last year. De Koning, you know, was was, was incredibly reliable. He went forward for kind of periods three and four, whilst um, unfortunately for for the Cats, the only down point on the night or downside was Jack Henry, who went off at the half with um, a suspected foot injury from all reports that That'll have to get monitored, something he's had um, a bit of a history of. So he played the first half in in the forward half and kicked a couple of goals himself alongside his brother, um, but didn't return after after period two.
1: We, we had a text in at the start of the show when this game was, was in its early, early moment saying, Jeremy Cameron is a shoe in for the Brownlow. He, he looked insanely good in that first quarter, and this is only a practice match, an unofficial one at mm. that. What, what did you think? He was ominous, I thought, early.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think he really tried. To be
1: honest, it was <laughs> that's scary. It
0: was yeah, and it was rusty. So he, he kind of was pretty clean with his hands, but kind of missed some some easiest kicks and some shots at goal, which he'd he'd usually gobble up. But um, yeah, I think I think uh, Chris Scott doesn't really coach Jeremy Cameron. I think <laughs> Jeremy Cameron's given the license to go out and. And roam whatever part of the field he sees fit, and went up around the ball a little bit, mm. and had some impact around some stoppages and and some fast um, flows of play. But yeah, I, I think in terms of opportunity, night he could have kicked eight if if he had him straight in his radar, and, and potentially was probably a little bit less unselfish. So that was a a big part of the game as well. They, they all just looked to mm. pass the ball off inside forward fifty, and and Brad close, I think. He's, he's, try, he's trying to break a world record for for score assists. He just refused to have a shot of goal at times, and <laughs> would always look for an open player in his forward fifty. So, um, yeah, they're despite it being an unofficial practice match, it's you know, they're scary good. But I, on the other hand, I think Hawthorne will will have some teething issues absolutely heading into this year as well.
1: Yeah, we'll get we'll get to the Hawks in just a moment. But tell us, so eight periods of play, how how many? Did we, did we see anyone that sort of went the distance, played five or six of them, or was it genuinely the VFL players that then played in the last three or four?
0: Yeah, I think the max would have been kind of four. I think Jai Clark did come on, I think, in period four and definitely played into the latter half or the latter parts of the, the VFL game. I think he might have been pulled off after, after period seven. It is all becoming a little bit of a blur. Um, <laughs> but at, at the same time, I think most... Players would have kind of got the four period. Dean Isaac Smith only played two. Tom Atkins, interestingly enough, played kind of the back half of the the A grade game and then the the first half of of the of the VFL game, if you if you want to put it that way. So the Magnets will be an interesting watch for for Geelong come come round one because the three recruits they bring in, you know, there's no room for them really. Mm-hmm. With Stellwood going out, Tom Hawkins. Like with a miss. yes, there's two spots, but, um, yeah, there's there's a squeeze for
1: spots, absolutely. Absolutely. We won't keep you too long because I can hear you wilting uh, on your way home there. <laughs> but but I do want to ask you about the Hawks. I'm just looking at their list mm. online now. Very young, very different. No O'Meara, no Mitchell, no Gunston. I think one of the older players, or the could be the oldest player on the list now, is Luke Bruce. Uh, how how are they going? What did you like? What did you dislike? What what do they need to work on?
0: I'm pretty sure Luke Bruce was um, rested today, but I think he was taking some some huddles for the coaching group as a as, as a forward. So um, yeah, it does speak to their experience. I, I think you know they're aware of kind of where they're going to be at. I think glass half full. You look at um, the guys that got good exposure to midfield minutes. You know, Will Day. Played a lot of centre square bounces and, and had some moments. Um, you know, Ward was kind of in and around the place and, and, and going okay. I didn't have you know CJ um play at all today. Physically was kind of under siege and in the back half. But you could see at moments it was boys versus men and and the one on one contests in particular. Um, you know, the Cats kind of toyed with them at times in in the contest, whether it be in the air or on the ground. So physically they're they're well. Uh, under's where you probably need to be at as a, as a kind of legitimate AFL side at the moment. Um, but, yeah, Sam Mitchell's going to be pretty steadfast in what they're looking to do and 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 plead patience with the build. So, um, yeah, there's there's obviously mm. a big challenge going to, to GMHBA Stadium to play the reigning Premier, and it's probably the short shore to get. But at the same time, I think Sam Mitchell can put to his group that, well, that's the benchmark. So if, if we're working from that, we're a fair way off it. but We can start to bridge that gap from now.
1: Did, did we see Cam McKenzie out there today for Hawks fans? Uh, we did not. We did not. Okay, did not. because he's one that they're they're very bullish on at the moment, and uh, hopefully yes. we'll see him in the uh, in the Weddle. Weddle yeah, was, was
0: on a on a wing. He's he's it he was matched up with Mike Pritchard for for large chunks, and you know they they say he can run and. And work, but again, you're not going to judge him on, on full period in, in his first experience in 32 degree heat against the running <laughs> Premier. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do with the Rucks. Lloyd Meek and kind of Ned Reeves tag teamed and, and one played forward, one played Ruck, and Lloyd Meek looked looked okay. So, um, Stanley and John Segler had the wood on that contest, but at the same time, um, you know, they're going to take some time to, to get used to each other,
1: these guys as well at the Hawks. Absolutely, we haven't seen 200 points scored in a game of uh, footy—not not technically a proper game of footy in some time. Uh, so you would have—you would have been. Uh, well, it was a goal fest. It's fair to say tonight, both teams putting up mm. over 100 points, but uh, a bit of an unorthodox uh, practice game. Mick, you're a star, mate. I'll, I'll let you rest those vocals, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon, and we might call a game or two hopefully this year as well. I
0: look forward to that, JD. And um, yeah, let's catch up soon, and and call a game. Hopefully not. A Saints game because I may get carried away with them. But uh, Ross Lyon back at home. We're all excited.
1: I think I've got one in round one, actually. So uh, we'll wait yeah. and see. Saints, Dockers. That uh, right? That's the Ross Lyon Cup. That is the, yeah, the Ross Lyon Cup on the um, Sunday afternoon.
0: I am down the pecking order a little bit, but I'll we'll put the uh, request in for that one. So hopefully we can settle up next to each other for it.
1: Let's hope so. I'll, I'll have a look at the roster and I'll see if, uh, if we've got your name down for that one, Mick. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just shoot you a text and I'll let you know. Hey, uh, Mick, you're a star as always. Thank you, for, uh, thank you for jumping on the line. We'll talk to you soon.
0: No stress. Chat
1: soon. Michael Barlow there, AFL Nation. You will hear him throughout the season on AFL Nation. And uh, he's obviously the coach of the Werribee Football Club in the VFL.